everyone. It's April, and today we are lucky to have Emma, our producer, going to do the questions because Tony had another engagement today and couldn't make it. So we have lovely, lovely Emma, who's going to do the show today. Hey, Emma, say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. <laughs> well, and Emma has dogs, too, so... She is part of the dog family thing that we got going on over here. Um, my pets are, everybody's happy. I finally got everybody settled down. I got Guinness is back. He's settled in. And the girls and he are getting along fabulously. Um, he's like little Napoleon. He wants to tell everybody what to do. You know, they call him the little tyrant the cats do. Um, but he's he's a wonderful addition here. And he's Making my heart heal, which is what's what's important for me. And I've got my Guinness back, and we're together. And I've got like another 10, 15 years, so I'm just really excited about the whole thing. So, Emma, how are your little puppies doing over there? Everybody's good? Yeah, they're doing good. I have a, um, I have a dog, a, a Biscuit, unfortunately. He has been having uh, some – it's like a stage four – heart murmur. And so unfortunately he he coughs like a seal and I've been giving him some um medicine to help him out, which is good. Um then the other two are just they're just crazy. They're fun, they jump around and I went outside and I completely cleaned the entire yard, cut down branches, dead trees, mowed the lawn so they have this beautiful new backyard for them to play in. So they're all happy about that. Oh, I bet they are. Isn't it amazing how we spoil them rotten to the core? <laughs> we just keep spoiling and it spoiling is. them. You know, my thought is, if you're going to have one, have one. You know, do all the things. Do the, treat it like a child. Treat it, you know, like it, it, it's it's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Because in most instances, our dogs are the best thing that's happened to us for a long time. So anyways, I'm going to get Veronica and you can say hi to our audience today. All right, I will do that. Well, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're able to join us today. As you know, Veronica has some really good insights for everybody out there and can help you not only in your in your life today, but also in your life tomorrow when that happens. So um, if you have any questions or comments, you can go to innerwhispersradio.com. Put out your, your comment. We'll try to get as many as we can on here. And um, just keep writing on Keep doing it because you never know. You just might find your questions uh, posted or talked about on the radio show. So um, without further ado, let's bring in Veronica. How are you doing? Mm, good day to you, dear Emma. Hello. We're glad to hit, we are glad to share space with you. And I'm glad to share this space with you, too. I mean, this is always a fun thing for our our listeners. Uh, as we all are curious, we're humans. We're just curious about everything. So to be able to learn and grow together, and hopefully in a positive way, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So we are ready so, for our questions. Okay, I'm I'm ready with them. We have a uh, we have a person uh, that na- her name is Cat, and says, "What are crop circles? Are they made by Earth's electromagnetic energy?" 
Well, electromagnetic energy is part of the, of it. Um, there are many different um, crop circle stories, so to speak. Um, some say that it's a hoax, that there's somebody running around in the middle of the night and somehow are making perfect designs in a cornfield. You know, you know, they, they think that they are making this up. There are some out there that try to do it, but they're not doing these intricate designs that you see, and some are trying. And so there is a, like a little level of hoax going on with some. But we say what you have to understand here is that all of the earth is being visited by beings from other planets. Some of those crop circles are the ship's landing, and yes, they are usually cloaked, so you don't see it, but the residue of the heaviness of it does push down and does create a crop circle. There is also another aspect of it where it is dimensional spacing, where there's sort of a bleed through from another dimensional space, and there are beings that traverse back and forth dimensionally. So that's going on. So they are something to be talked about. They're not dangerous. There are some people making it up. There are some people, you know, looking at it and, you know, saying it's a hoax. It's a very complicated moment, but all of you should be aware that it is being, some of it's being done interdimensionally and some of it is being done by actual spacecraft that lands down, stays for a little bit, and then leaves again. There's a lot of it going on. And it's just another thing that where the human race has to sort of own the fact that there are indeed other beings and other consciousnesses from other places that are visiting Earth. That is happening. Now, if it was going to be a very negative thing, trust us, you'd already all be eliminated if they were coming in to cause trouble. They're not. They're extending a branch. They're kind of leaving little signs so that all of you can come along and learn about it in the easier way and not have it just thrust upon you. So crop circles, you should take a look at them because they are very interesting. Yeah, I've always uh, been fascinated with them myself. And I, 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 know I would love to believe that they are made by, uh, you know, extraterrestrials or whatever because they're really, they're really interesting to, to see. So our next question is from Michael. Uh, Michael says, have all members of the cadre achieved the same level of spiritual growth? Not all the time. But the cadre members are always very concerned about the other cadre members and usually are helpful in that regard. The majority of the time, it's within range. But there are times where, say, there is a straggler in the cadre that's not keeping up with everybody else. The cadre will work together energetically and physically in the linear to help that member of the cadre get back in line or close and energetic moments to those that are already there. So, yes, they're all trying to be at the same level, but sometimes things don't go as planned, as, as you all well know. Well. You know, for the people that may have just tuned in and never heard of this word cadre, and especially for people like me, what is a cadre? 
a cadre is a group of souls that travel together from life to life and experience to experience. They, um, it's usually maybe 10 to 20 members, and they go through the reincarnational process as a group. They'll all reincarnate, and then they'll all reincarnate in another life. And that way there it is helpful to be in a cadre because you get the support not only from the universe, but you also get support from the energies that you are traveling with or working with. So a cadre, if you really want to know more about it, you should read the messages from Michael. Um, It's by Chelsea Quinn Yarbrough. She was part of a channeling group, and she wrote about the experiences, and she made notes of what Michael was saying. So read those books if you're really interested in all this because it will explain in complete detail how a cadre functions. So messages from Michael we think would be a good thing to get. Inexpensive, paperback, go get it. We think you'll like it. Fantastic. So next we have a question from Doug. Are there more souls waiting to incarnate than there are physical bodies available? Well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, we think that an energy doesn't really if you're wanting to incarnate and you don't have agreements with what you're traveling with, it would be prudent to get into the body as swiftly as possible. As Lenny, like there's not an, like there's like 20 spots available, but there's only there's like 25 incarnates that want to come in. It doesn't work like that. And sometimes two souls can inhabit the same body, so it gets really complicated from there. So necessarily have to have enough physical bodies to, for the souls to come in, because things get worked out, things get maneuvered, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So start thinking about the reincarnational process, all that. Try to incorporate in your thoughts that it's not a linear experience. It's energetic and it's eternal. That will give some of you something to chew on for a bit, and maybe we'll have some more different questions on the subject. Wade says, I am curious as to the role music plays in our lives. Listening to my favorite music puts me at ease. Where does this inspiration come from, and does music have some sort of interconnection with our higher selves? Hmm. Well, music is a frequency. Um, there are various, you know, it's harnessed and, it, and it's made into sort of what you call a melody, but it's all frequency. When you are hearing a piece of music that is engaging your frequency and it matches really well, you like that musical phrasing, you you like the way it makes you feel because your frequency is matching with the musical frequency and therefore you feel good. Now, there's all different kinds of genres of music and whatever you like the best, whatever musical genre you like, that's the frequency that's matching up with you. And you can have more than one genre that matches up with you. But it's all frequency and music when you sit and listen to it, it can calm you down. It can clear up a bad mood. It can clean up the frequency in your body so that you physically feel better. So musical tones 
and frequencies are also a key to good health. Um, we think maybe investigating musical tones as a healing method might be something you want to take a look at in conjunction with your treatments or whatever you're going on with your regular doctor. So we say music is a frequency. And when it matches your frequency, you get the good feelings from it. And let's say somebody doesn't like heavy metal, but maybe that frequency, for those who do like it, matches up with them. And you have another person who says, well, I only like, you know, classical music. The rest rest of it is not music to me. That means that the frequency of classical music resonates with the frequency that you are. And therefore, it's going to make you feel better. And that is why, as human beings, you're drawn to certain musical things and not. And that is why, also, it's so much more exciting to hear music played in person because you're getting the direct contact of that frequency right into the heart chakra. So going to a concert is a better experience than listening to it on a recorded device. But it still has impact, and it still feels good. But it's because of the frequency and nothing else. All right. Well, that was our last question. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a take a to take a break, and we are going to go and um, and talk with the people, and then you can come back with the message of the of the uh, of the day. All right, dear. Okay. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Like I said, a lot of great great information. I learned a lot from today, and I hope you guys did too. And I hope that whatever she, whatever you we talked about today, you can possibly maybe influence it in your lives. So without with with that being said, let's bring back Veronica and she's gonna give you the message of the day. All right, well, here we are. And we understand that it's a holiday. Coming into a holiday. And you know how spirit feels about holidays and how important they are. Taking the time to reconnect with your own frequency time to connect with your participation on the planet, getting out of the humdrum of your days where you're going to work and you do the same things over and over, or maybe you've got a lot of tension and dramatics in the workplace. So when you have a holiday, make sure you take a holiday. Give yourself the opportunity to rest from all the pressure and all the negativity that sometimes linear reality produces in abundance. Take a break from it. Go out and sit under a tree. Go take a walk in the sunshine. Breathe in the wonderful air. If you live close to the ocean, go down to the ocean and just breathe in the ions. Give yourself the opportunity to function at a different level for a day or two that allows your daily focused mind to rest a little. Resting is okay. You don't have to get sick to rest. You can just say, I'm taking the day off and take it. A lot of you keep working, 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 working until you work yourself up into a frenetic moment and you get sick. And then you have to rest. So decide that you're going to give yourself that recreational moment without your body saying, okay, we're going to get sick and then you'll have to. Decide that you're going to do it. And a holiday is a great excuse. Everyone's doing the same thing. So sit back, sit with your animals. Sit with your dog all day. He'd love it. 
Be happy. Maybe watch a movie. Let your head go into a different direction so that you can rest and enjoy yourself. Being on the planet should have enjoyable moments to it. So decide to create it. Holidays are a great way to do that. Give yourself permission to rest. You're the only one holding it up. So give yourself permission to do it and enjoy it. All right. Well, that is today's show. I hope you guys will join us again next week. And again, please, if you have more questions or comments, go to innerwhispersradio.com and place them in there. And we will hopefully be able to get them on as soon as we possibly can. So until next time, be safe, be happy, love your family, love your friends, and remember, you know, we don't have tomorrow guaranteed. So make the advantage full advantage of today. Bye, everybody.